The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Is Florida the best job in college football? Because according to 247, they seem to think that. They ranked the job openings. They have Florida number one, USC number two, LSU number three. Is Florida the number one job that is open right now, touchdown or turnover? Turnover. I I think it's LSU. I, I think LSU is the best job. And I think Florida would be second. It, it's really interesting to hear USC guys like Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush talk about kind of the the underlying issues at USC that are kind of out of USC's con- control, and that's the the did the decrease in enrollment in youth football out in in that part of the country and the lack of, of care for for football in that part of the country and mm. and the Pac-12 being the Pac-12. Uh, so I, I, I've started to believe that, yes, USC is a, a great job, and, and I think you can still win there because enough talent comes out of the state of California. But I, I, I definitely think that that, that that job has lost some shine to it over the last decade or so. It, it's not the same USC as – when Pete Carroll was there. Um, and Florida, I, I put Florida behind LSU because it's crazy, but there's not been a great commitment to the football program. They're, they're just now building a fancy football facility for the football players. Uh, Florida's been slow to commit to all of their programs, basketball, football, baseball, so on and, and so forth. And, and it's pr- been pretty remarkable that, it's been despite all the success that they've had. So uh, I, I would say LSU is the better job. I, it, the, the recruiting kind of washes itself out for me. I think both schools have a, a great recruiting base, and that will always provide talent for the school. But what separates it for me and, and what makes LSU the better job is is that Florida's administration hasn't always been the, the greatest support system for the football program. They, they've always been slow to get things done. I mean, for me, I think LSU is a better job than, than Florida. I mean, if you want to go look at in-state recruiting as a reason why Florida's number one, I I'm sorry, I just I just don't I just don't buy it because Miami kids, the, the top Miami kids are going to they're going to Alabama or they're going to Georgia or they're staying home and going to Miami and. LSU is not that far away from Florida. Like you can, you can go to LSU if you go to Florida. I think Florida can dip into Texas. They already have a lot of players in state. They can dip uh, in a lot of states actually. That's close to them. And I think their administration has honestly been better sports wise 
in Florida, which is remarkable because as as dysfunctional as Florida has been, LSU's been pretty dysfunctional too. I mean, they're dealing with some stuff too, with Title Nine and some and some you know, some some pretty disgusting stuff. But like on like in between the the, the, the white lines, I mean, administration have they you know they they they've been all right. They've been better than Florida. I think I think LSU is a better job right now than Florida, and I think USC needs to be is definitely not number two. That's just that's just crazy to me. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go turnover, man. I don't think I don't think Florida's the best job either. All right, let me get to the text box. Uh, but first, let's get to Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, individuals. You know, I think what you're discussing there, for Florida or or LSU's the best job. I think something you haven't mentioned is the restructuring of the SEC that would make a big difference in which would be the better job for me. Number one, if Alabama comes to Florida, okay, then whoever gets that has to contend with with playing. Uh, if, if Alabama comes to the, to the east, then Florida would have to play them every year. And Florida and LSU, that that's the one that they play each other every year. So what I'm saying, trying to say is that if you are in the West and Alabama comes to the East, LSU would be the better job, in my opinion. I mean, if 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 you want to just go off schedule, you want to ask schedule in there. I mean, I can see where you're coming from. I just I just think the SEC is is tough as it is, and LSU if they are. You know, clicking the way they should be, then you should be competing with Alabama and beating them. You know, and if you don't, if you don't win, you should take care of business against other schools and still put yourself in a position to get to the college football playoff. Uh, I think both schools should be um, performing on a on a higher level because you look at their recruiting, you look at their their history, and LSU has actually won, won the championship with three different coaches, and Florida hasn't been able to do that. You know, they've won with. You know, Steve Spurrier back in the 90s and then Urban Meyer two times. But LSU has been able to take three different guys and really one that has been superior as a head coach. But the other two have been, eh, but they still have been able to go win a championship. So those 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 teams won at championships with Alabama in their own division. So it could be done. Um, I just – I look at the administration. I mean, they, they seem to be serious about – going after good coaches and then giving the coaches the resources they need to be successful. Um, them standing up to the NCAA with Will Wade, we can say whatever we want to say about Will Wade, but he is a good coach. And the administration standing up kind of gave other fan bases an idea saying, hey, let's, let's be like them. Let's stand up and say forget you. And when Tennessee decided to go and, and say we're going to a ball game, a lot of Tennessee fans kind of felt like, there you go. Taking that page out of LSU's book right there. Yeah, yeah. And then them going out and getting Kim Mulkey. I just – I liked LSU's administration a little bit more than, than Florida when you talk about in between the lines. But scheduling, yeah, I mean, the West has been harder than the East for, for years now, Turkey Man. The only thing I'd say, Turkey Man, to add to that is that with with Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, we're probably about to go away from East and West, and who knows what the new conference realignment is going to look like in terms of how they put teams together. 
to me, it looked like that they was going to bring Alabama to the to the east is what I was seeing more than any. Yeah. And uh, I know that they'll probably end up in a playoff game or by practice they have, and then the, the east contender gets blowed out most of the time, not always. Uh, I think it'd be closer. Might even the East may win it this year. Never know. But anyhow, that uh, was my thought because Texas is going to be in the in the SEC, so you can offer being in the SEC. Oklahoma being the SEC, you can offer. We we play in the SEC. Uh, I think uh, uh, J- uh, Jimbo that uh, Texas A and M would be a good coach for for Florida because uh, uh, that's his area. And I think he would uh, fit right in there. But if he has to come and play uh, saving every year, even though he had success this year, uh, it's a it's a monster. Yeah, I get out of here, guys. All right, all right, Tiger man. Let's and let's revisit it when they when they uh, add the the two teams in the SEC, and we know you know the alignment and the break, the breakdown. If it's going to be pods where you have four different divisions inside of the conference, or you just have two big. Divisions east and west. Will they keep that intact? Let's let's kind of revisit that. But I do think you know if you want to look at scheduling and the the, the, the how easy it is, that's part of. It. But you also got to look at the administration and and how supportive they are in helping you be successful. I think LSU has done a better job at that in recent years. All right, let me let me get to the text box this morning. Florida Vol fans have not heard Freeze mentioned at all with any jobs. Yeah, he's he's mentioned. No, he's mentioned. I know Football Scoop mentioned Hugh Freeze um, with with the Florida job. Hugh Freeze needs to try and go get that Virginia Tech job and call it a day. What if he has a, a, a legitimate shot of getting a Florida job? Good for him. <laughs> I mean, I, he is a name that I would be okay with if – if if Florida hired, he he would not scare me. I, I think it would be a, a pretty good hire. I just I, I do wonder with his past, how well will he be able to recruit mamas and and grandmas and and aunties and what have you after after his his past? I, I'll I'll be very curious to see how he recruits at his next stop. Yep, uh, Lincoln Raleigh is mentioned in here. You know, that if he's, one would scare me. If he's, list, if he's listed with you know LSU, you have to put him with the Florida um, opening potentially. I mean, and it wouldn't scare me because of Josh Heupel going to Oklahoma. <laughs> no, nah, it would scare me about, because I think Lincoln Riley's really good. No, nah, I ain't worried about Heupel going to Oklahoma. No. Uh, Luke Fickle, Cincinnati, as mentioned here on Football Scoop. Hmm. James Franklin, Penn State. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss. Billy Napier, Louisiana. Matt Campbell, Iowa State. Mark Stoops, Kentucky. Bill O'Brien, Alabama, Hugh Freeze, Liberty, Bob Stoops again, Ain't <laughs> uh, is is there because of his ties with Florida. He was he was a you know coordinator before taking over at Oklahoma. So it's the same names, man. So it's every it's the same names. No, nobody knows right now. Same names. No, nobody knows. I mean, maybe like later on this week there'll be a list that comes out and. and it's more legitimate, and I'm not throwing football scoop under the bus. I mean, it's every single list that every publication came out yesterday has the same names on it. 
it's it's a whole lot of groupthink, and we'll we'll see what happens. We, I mean, I, the week. That's just the night. I mean. Those are just the available names. I mean, it's just that it's they're the it, hot names too. I mean, they're the they're the the best coaches that mm-hmm. are at a place that they're being successful, and they may want to look and go to a better job with more resources. And then also, I mean, these pe- people that put these lists out, they they talk to boosters, administrators, ads. So it's. I don't think this list is going to be wrong. I mean, I, I, I see some of these guys filling the vacancies that are available right now. We may see a, a a wild card move, but for the most part, I think these these are going to be the names. Well, I mean, I do too. There's 17 names on the list, so I'd be surprised if there, there wasn't somebody hired off the No, list. I mean, I think there's going to be multiple guys off this list hired. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's several big jobs open, and – those are 10 to 15 names of, of the hottest names in college football right now. So USC, LSU, Florida, I mean, I, I, I think that list is pretty much going to make up those openings. I, mean, I, I don't think – I think James Franklin is going to be gone. I think, you know, Lane Kiffin will be somewhere new. I think Bill Napier is going to be somewhere new. I don't know about Matt Campbell. <laughs> I wouldn't want to bring in no Matt Campbell. I think Bill O'Brien this, – and this is a perfect year for, for him – if he wants to be a head coach again, like, this is it. I mean, you got three, you know, high-profile jobs, and then you add a add a fourth one when James Franklin goes, uh, or if he goes. I mean, this 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 these guys, I see a lot of movement with these names. Um, except for Bob Stoops. He ain't going nowhere. So Stoops, Hugh Freeze, two. Bill O'Brien, three. Stoops, uh, Mark Stoops, uh, four. Matt Campbell, five. Bill Napier, six. Lane Kiffin, seven. James Franklin, eight. Uh, Lincoln Riley, nine. Luke Fickle, ten. So, yeah, I mean, I see I see a lot of movement with that group. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm glad that Tennessee is in the position that, that, that it's in right now. Not looking for a head coach during all that mess. I'm, and I'm glad who we have, too, because – and Jay made a really good point. You just never know in the first year. You never know. But personality-wise, Hypo's a good fit. And we see really good coaches at big-time programs losing locker rooms. And that's why Florida had to make a move. It don't matter what he did last year. And, yes, they were in Atlanta. Tennessee won nine games in 2016. But in 2017 – you had players fighting each other. You had a locker room that was just in disarray. You had Jerry Springle, Jerry Springer level stuff with in the quarterback room. It was a hot damn mess. Players quit, stopped playing. They stopped respecting and responding to the head coach. John Curry didn't want to fire Butch Jones in his first year as AD, but he had no choice. Strickland had no choice. It don't matter what happened last year. Mullen lost the locker room. And when that happens, you are forced to make a move. Let's go to the phones. Jonathan in Tennessee. Jonathan in Tennessee, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How are y'all doing this morning? Man, good. good. How are you doing? Man, I'm fantastic. Yes, um, love it. I got, a couple, I got a couple of things here. Uh, yeah, to add, to add to what you were just talking about, I mean, every year is a new year. Yeah, you can go back off of previous years, but, no, you know, when you lose a locker room like that and you lose the culture that bad, 
man, that's just that's a bad taste in your mouth. You keep that guy over again in a year, and I'm just, uh, you know, I don't know who they're going to get, but they probably made the right move, even though it is freaking Florida. Yep. Um, but uh, just kind of switch gears here. I mean, I, I know we split the weekend, but, hey, uh, we came out firing good against North Carolina over the weekend, man. Uh, it was good to see. Not not the best shooting game whatsoever against Villanova, but we knew who they were going into it. Uh, and if you're going to lose a game, I'd rather be here at the beginning of the year, right? Yep. Um, yep. And then uh, I want to give a quick for what for that that idiot announcer uh, who called us uh, us wonderful Tennessee fans idiot for uh, mispronouncing Vescovi's name. You know, whatever. But you know, rip to that man's career real quick. Um, but uh, yeah, you know. I just want to give a call in earlier this morning, and uh, hey Ben, what about those Chargers? <laughs> congrats, congrats on their big win over a practice squad defense. I uh, do no, hey, I, I I agree. I'm I'm not over here like screaming from the mountaintops, but that was a heck of a game anyway. Go it was a, it a was, very uh, exciting game. Can't say that I saw that one being 41 to 37. No, I think it's the final you know, as, as a Chargers fan, dude, that's just Chargers being Chargers. They find a way to make it stupid interesting if not losing but uh it's a pretty good game but uh herbert's fun i just want to give a shout out to y'all go ahead oh, no just saying herbert's fun yeah y'all got a good one. Oh, uh, dude i mean he's he's electric man and uh i was a really big philip rivers fan for a long time uh and then near the end of, in, end of his career i just saw him as a uh you know as a uh you're you know you're running back out of the backfield kind of passer because uh I don't know if his arm just wasn't there anymore or just his uh, he got old. the way the offense wants to flow. He got old, man. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, hey, it's just it's just that young kid to me still. You know, you hate to see your favorite players get old. I mean, I've been a Chargers fan since LT was in the building. Man, that was my, He was Love my it. favorite player of all time. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, just, y'all have a wonderful rest of your week, and I'll be listening to you. So, Fran Franchella. Franchella. Um, Did we say his last name correctly? I don't know. I actually enjoy the broadcast, to be honest. Like the way they, the way they call the game. Like I thought they did a really good job. To, like be honest, mm-hmm. I'm not someone that's gonna be in my feelings and got my you know be all here butt hurt just because he called you know Tennessee fans idiots because they were slamming him on Twitter like. You gotta understand where he's coming from, but he has to understand also where where Tennessee fans are coming from, because yo, who was gonna tell us that this whole time we were saying his name wrong? You know that bothers me. That bothers me. That bothers me. If if you go somewhere and your name. Is mispronounced. You have to correct them. Correct them. The first thing that came to mind was Jerry Gantano. This whole damn time, he let us say his name wrong. Why would you let somebody say your name wrong? For years. Why did anyone correct us from saying his name the improper way this whole time. Like, Tennessee, yo, Santiago, yo. Like, let us know how to say your name the right way so we can say it the right way so that way we don't look stupid 
when the announcer for the first time in Santiago's third season say it a different way, and Vol fans have heard it pronounced Viscovi for so long, we're thinking it's right because no one ever corrected the way you say his last name until yesterday. And so Tennessee fans were being great by standing up to that player whose name was being mispronounced. And we get some of these commentators come on that says, Vools. And I'm like, yo, correct them now. It's Vol. It's Vol. V-A-W-L. It's Vol. Say it right. So I don't know what. Fran was getting in, you know, in his timeline. He probably was getting some some stuff that was a little unnecessary, maybe over the top. But don't get mad because you were getting corrected because no one ever stopped to correct Tennessee fans from saying this dude's name wrong the whole time. Vescovy. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there like, I heard it for the first time. I was like, oh, well, maybe he messed it up. Just like commentators say, wool. Maybe he messed it up. But then when he's... <laughs> Man, he he put his foot down, didn't he? Yo, I talked to Santiago. He said, Vescovy, sit down somewhere. Well, some of y'all do have a hard time listening because on on the first broadcast, the, the Villanova game, they said multiple times on the broadcast that, hey, Santiago said to us and Tennessee's sports information department came to us and said, this is how he wants his name pronounced. This is how you pronounce it. Like they said that multiple times during the Villanova game, and they also said that multiple times before he threw the idiot comment out there during the North Carolina game. So it, it was said multiple times I get that. D- during both games. I get that. Uh, so but still. Yeah, some of us got to do a better job of listening. But still, I'm not, I'm not trying to excuse Fran Frasilla, whatever, however you say his last name. Fran, Rick's old assistant. Uh, Fran Fran. Like you can't, you can't call people idiots. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I'm not like, and it, it didn't even bother me. I, 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 I thought it was hilarious because I did. I did too. You want people to stop tweeting at you, but then you're gonna call those same people idiots. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna tweet and more. He, he was the the ironic thing. He continued to pronounce mispronounce Vescovi's name. Vescovi's name. He said Vescovi, Vescovi, uh, Vescovi. I mean, he said Vescovis. He said Santi's name. Five different ways after he called Tennessee fans idiots for for tweeting at him and, and telling him about Santi's name. So I I, I kind of feel like if you're going to call a group of people idiots about a subject, maybe you should be have an A plus on that subject because you 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 continue to mispronounce it as well. And, and there was a point in the game after he <laughs> he called Tennessee fans idiots. He and John Shambi had a, a back and forth of of him trying to pronounce his name. He said it like three different ways in one sentence, and, and Book Shambi was just like, stop. <laughs> stop trying. He said that on air. He said stop trying on air to pronounce his name. Hey, man, you know, you know how this all could have been cleared up? Like we have seen Tennessee do a video. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure Tom, did, Tom Sakoyak did a video of Santi's name when he got here. Like this could have been prevented – if Tennessee would have done a video, and from the get go, said this is how you pronounce his name, and this is what this is the way he wants his name pronounced. Now, 
if Santiago didn't didn't care the first two years to just let folks say his name wrong, then I'm, I'm dude, stand up and make people say your name right. Mm-hmm. But like, if he wanted his name pronounced Visky V from the first day he got here, and we didn't make sure that the fans knew that, then that's us dropping the ball. Like we dropped the ball. Like dropped the ball. Tennessee, we dropped. We we should have been saying his name right the whole time. But like that, that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen, man. What us saying his name wrong for two years should not happen. We were saying his name based on what we were told the way on how to say it. Like my like my daughter's name is Ariana. We got folks in East Tennessee that don't know the difference between a R and an I. We call it Ariana. It's A-R-I. It's not A-I-R. And I'm the first one who's like, hey, 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 hey. That's not how you say it. It's Ari. It's Ari. It's Ari. Oh, I, I get it all the time. Like you, it's, it's Ari. Because I feel like if you let someone say your name wrong and you go by it, then you'll let people, you know, treat you a certain type of way. No, you tell people how to say your name. And, like, I think it was, like, last week or something. I heard Swan. Do you do you see that big ass I in between the A and the N? You see that I? Swan is when you don't have an I. That's an I right there. It's Swain. Like this ain't hard. Look, I, I get McGee. I, I know like, I've ranted you, about it here on the show. Even, yeah, are you do even you see it? Do you see a G in my last <laughs> do you, name? Do you even try? And listen, we mess up folks' names, but like we make an effort to try to make get it right. Try to make we we we, we, we try to get it right. And we listen. We all gonna mess up people's names because listen, people got different names. It's not like everyone has Jackson and Jones and Smith and, and Johnson. Like I mean, everyone has different names. But like when you are a school and you got a dude that's not from here, it's important to go ahead and make sure that everyone says his name correctly. That was just embarrassing on everybody's part yesterday. Fans, Tennessee. The announcer calling people idiots. Like, that was just a bad moment for everybody, to be honest. I'm going to keep it real. People can get mad if they want to, but that's just the truth. That was bad on everybody's part. But I did laugh at Fran calling people idiots. I thought that was hilarious. I, I started dying. Like, I was laughing. He, he did not just say that. He was you like, want people to stop tweeting at you, but you're going to call them idiots, and you're not even pronouncing it correctly. Dude. You're saying four different variations of the name. Yeah. Name call involved Twitter. As you're trying to get them to stop tweeting you, is not a good idea. Not the boot, Chief. <laughs> they gonna do it even. They gonna tweet you even more. Oh man, eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Be right back. At work, can't call in. Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the Free Swain Event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. 
Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Hey, it's Men's Health Month, so make sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, self-pay, or is covered by most health insurance. And they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Big news for you movie-making, content-creating video superstars. Show your mad skills and create a video of why it's so important to keep Tennessee litter-free. It's the TSSAA No Trash November Student Video Contest. Sponsored by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Go to nobodytrashestennessee.com slash TSSAA for details. High school and middle school students can submit their video and receive scholarships and prizes provided by TSSAA. Word, peace out. Is that still a thing? Am I being too cool for the school kids? Just asking. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Rules remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Sweet event fuel by Dead End Barbecue, Iris Networks, USA.com is the website. Iris Networks is the company that you need to partner with, you need to lock arms with. If you are a business owner right here in East Tennessee and you're looking for reliable, high-quality fiber internet and voice with great customer service, lock arms with Iris Networks. 90 days, no payment for business fiber internet and voice. And... um. Ben, I'll let you go first with your attaboy. 
Yeah, want to give a shout out to ETSU football. Hey, Randy Sanders, because over the weekend they beat Mercer on Saturday after Mercer missed a game time field goal that would have sent the game to overtime. ETSU wins 38 to 35. They finish the season 10 and 1 and they win the Southern Conference Championship. And because they are crowned champions of the Southern Conference, they are headed to the FCS football playoffs. And it was a de facto conference championship game. Uh, they, they don't do conference championship games in in FCS. At least the Southern Conference doesn't uh, like we have an SEC championship game. Um, so Saturday was a, a de facto Winner take all title match and uh, number eight ETSU versus number twenty one Mercer and ETSU wins thirty eight uh, thirty five. ETSU finishes ten and one and as SoCon champs and the bracket for the FCS playoffs came out last night and ETSU is the number overall seed in the FCS playoffs. And they will play host to the winner of Kennesaw State and Davidson in two weeks on December 4th at 2 p.m. This is the fifth conference championship in program history and second SOCON title in school history. I'm sorry, man. What are you laughing at? John K. on text box said, where did Van Van end up? Ending the SoCon standings. <laughs> Last. <laughs> I could have. Last. It's out of boy, John K. Don't be sending that to me right no, now. No, that, 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 that is proper timing because John K. gets an an out of boy for for that for that <laughs> dig. That, that was that was some of John K.'s uh, oh, best work. That uh, was great, Vandy. It is Vandy Hate Weekend. Uh, our friend was it West Georgia Vol that started off the show. His, his Ranting and raving about Blank Them was an homage to Jawan Jennings and Jawan's rant Vandy Week several years ago that got him suspended. Oh, yeah. Look, I hate Vanderbilt. They can all go to you know where this morning. So I'm partaking in Vanderbilt Hate Week. So shouts out to the ETSU football team. And then I just want to highlight the Lady Vols once again. Yes. uh, Because Jordan Horston was awesome. Yes. 28 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, Tamari Key, 10 points, 18 rebounds, and 10 blocks for a, a win over number 12, Texas. So add a girl to Jordan Horston, Tamari Key, and the Lady Balls. Nice to see Ray Burrell out of her knee brace. At least I didn't see one on TV. Maybe No, I didn't see her. I didn't see her. She was sitting uh, behind Kelly Harper. Yeah. And I, I did not see a brace, which is a good sign. Maybe she comes back sooner rather than later. She, I mean, I would, I wouldn't think she would have a knee brace on on a, those the, the pants she had on. Um, I didn't see a knee brace on either. So that's my daughter's favorite player. So they go, they go Ray, they go Ray. So it was good to see that she wasn't wearing a knee brace. Did the little ones get into the football game or basketball game? Oh, uh, they got in more to the football game than the basketball game. The basketball game, they were like, I'm bored. <laughs> Did y'all say the the entire? Oh yeah, game? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was inside, man. It was good. <laughs> they wanted the popcorn, or can- cotton candy. Uh, you so didn't I- have to go 
pee with two minutes left in the game, did you? Nah, man. It, that was that was a, ple- a pleasant surprise, man. We didn't have to do a bathroom break at any point during the game. Well, Marshall talking about a bathroom break for you. Because, you know, you you are infamous for, for attending basketball games and oh, no, I, and I having a tall beer and I wouldn't drink, to go pee with two minutes left. I wouldn't drink it, man. I can't be drinking with three kids and two little ones. You got you to gotta be alert and... Being your P's and Q's, so no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take a sip of anything uh, at the basketball game um, or football pregame either, because you got to be, you got to be on, you got to be alert, man. So uh, now they they enjoyed football, the light show, the the music. I got a video, man, them dancing, dancing during the break when they was playing Cardi B. Oh <laughs> man, they was getting it, they was getting. Beyonce had come on; it'd been over. That, that's, uh, that's their girl. Yeah, my middle one loves Beyonce, so they had a good time, man. It was a great time. Um, it was a great game to go to when you have little ones because it just, you know it wasn't that crowded, it wasn't that hostile. It was just a nice sporting event. Just cold. Just cold. Just cold. But yeah, my my kids had a good time, and that's what I want. I want to create. I want to create those moments where they growing up watching Tennessee games because I hear that all the time from my listeners. When they describe the reasons why they became Tennessee fans, they talk about how they went to games with their parents or their grandparents. And I kind of want to create that for my kids. I'm not trying to force them to be Tennessee fans, but I want to create those moments with them. And if they become Tennessee fans, then cool, whatever. But I want to create the moments. Um, Downtown Vol says Tamara Key is the first Lady Vol ever to have two career triple-doubles. Doubles give her an out of girl for that. Man, she was swatting folks' shots left and right. Get that out of here. Get that. Give me that rebound. She was a force in the paint. Uh, Jeff Moore says that she, she should take her first great uh, Pekingese to a visit to visit a nursing home every Sunday. And there was a sweet gentleman that always called him a great pyramid. Just didn't have the heart to correct him. Yeah. Always correct people when they mispronounce your name. Yeah. Always, always do it. I, I don't blame Santiago Vescovi for wanting his last name pronounced correctly. But should tell us at the beginning. Should at least some point over the last two years. Yeah, man. And, and like there there's been videos done with him saying Vescovi. Uh, if I remember correctly, I, I can go back and, and double check, but I'm pretty sure Tom Satkoyak, the SID of the team, put out a video of how to pronounce his last name when he got here. And Tennessee's done features on Santi returning home from the summer, <laughs> where in the video, Santi says Vescovi. He says Vescovi. What happened, Ben? Go ahead and say what happened. I think he went home and somebody said, don't let them Americans mispronounce your last name. You better have the heart to stick up to them. <laughs> don't let them mess your name up anymore. We don't want to see it. Santi, you go back over there and you get it corrected now. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Santi a little sideways right now. Now, I'll get over it. Yeah. Let's see. You know when I'm going to get over it? Friday. Nope. By the end of the show. Nope. You playing with Tennessee Tech. Ugh. And then you playing the Blue Holes. The uh, who? The Blue Holes. So From? They, um, Presbyterian. Yeah, you know, there'll be some holes in this house November 30th. There's some holes in this house. Some holes. Thir- no, November 30th. We play the Blue Holes. And we play Colorado at Colorado. 
and they play Texas Tech uh, December 7th. But I forgive Santi. Well, how long did it take us? On the 18th of December, when we play Memphis, and he drops 20 points (laughs) on on the Memphis Tigers, then it, it all will be good. But I'm looking at you sideways right now. Made, made us say your name wrong for two years, uh, Santi. But everything will be cool if you drop 20 on Memphis on December the 18th. On, on a side note, as it relates to Santi, huge shout-out to him because he was the only player that showed up against Villanova. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was ready for that moment. He and was balling. He, he has been terrific so far this season. You, you can tell that he he got himself into better shape. Mm-hmm. You can tell that he's quicker and more athletic. You, you can absolutely tell. And you can tell that he's playing with a ton of confidence. He lets it fly. I love watching him play. defense. Still not a great defender, but looks much better than where he's been the past two years. He's been Tennessee's best player to start the season. Yeah. I, I mean, active hands. I mean, I dude, I, I, I love watching me some – Santiago Viscovi. <laughs> I love How long did play. it take us to get used to JG? Because like now we don't even think twice about JG changing his name midway through when we say it. I mean, it took us a couple months to get used to Jerry Garantano. No, you can't Tano. do that no more, man. That's, that's a rule. You can't do that. You can't, you can't just change the way you pronounce your name two, three years into your career at Tennessee. Hopefully I'll be used to it by college if you don't, play. If you don't fix it – you don't get to change it. He's Santi to me from now on. Santi. <laughs> Santi, 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 Santi. Santi. You know who else needs to uh, be worried about their minutes? Uh, and you mentioned this for Victor Bailey Jr. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. In hour think, one. Let me think. Let me think. Let you me shouldn't think. have to think about it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to say Justin Powell. Please don't say Justin Powell. Oh, it's not Justin Powell. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Justin, hold on. Justin Powell needs more minutes. Yeah, he needs more minutes. Uh, I, especially when, when, when Tennessee decides to go to zone. Uh, which I think we might have to play more of if we're going to play the small lineup. But anyways, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It shouldn't take this long to think. Oh, is it Uros? Yes. Oh, Uros. Man, it's Uros. I knew it. Look, I hate to be over the top, but I don't feel like I'm being over the top. And I, I don't care about it being four games into the season. That man does not need to step foot on the court. Come he, on, he man. He's unplayable. Not Come on, you can give him some minutes. No, he doesn't. He's unplayable. All of his minutes should go to Brandon Huntley Hatfield. I know that BHH is young. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but Urosh should not be on the floor unless it is garbage time. I'm sorry. I love Urosh. He's a great story, great teammate. He, he, he sticks up for his guys. I, I love it. The touch pass, though. The one hand. Come on, man. On I break. hated the touch pass. It, it worked the, well. The one hand touch pass on the, on the break? Come on, man. That it was sweet. Lo- it looked clean. It was sweet. But you are seven foot. Nobody can do that. Seven something. Foot. Nobody can do that. But it's too risky for you. You're not Santi. So but don't try it. a Santi pass. He did it. It looked good. It was perfect. Only it, because it worked. Yeah. He, he does that ten times. It works two or three times. Oh, man. That was one of the two, three seven, eight times. times it works. It, it was great. Uh, he he doesn't need to, to to play. He dribbles when he catches the ball under the basket. You are seven foot ten. Dunk the freaking basketball. Why are you dribbling it when nobody's around you? Nobody's within a foot of you. You're under the freaking rim. 
the top of your head touches the bottom of the net. Why are you not going up with the basketball? That's too much, man. That's How enough. are you under the rim but can't grab a rebound? That's enough. How can you not box somebody out? That's enough, How man. do you get in foul trouble and all of your fouls come away from the basket because you're reaching on somebody on the three-point line or because you can't set a screen? How is that possible? Hey, man, that's enough, Uro Slander. That's enough. You, you have hit your quota for the month, man. That's enough. Yet BHH comes in, and, like, I, 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 to be honest, I don't love the effort. I, I, I don't I – don't, it may be one of those things where he's one of those players where it, it just kind of looks like he's loafing. But I, 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 don't, I don't love the Brandon Huntley Hatfield. He, he's not Zakai Ziegler is my point. Zakai Ziegler, John Fulkerson, Olivier Camwall. The dude's 18 years old. He's supposed to be a senior right now. The, I don't care if you're 18 or 13. You can play balls to the walls no matter how old you are. He's still learning how to play. I, yes. He, he's, Z- he's, Zakai is different. He's special. Yes, but it, it doesn't uh, – playing with the, that type of effort shouldn't have to be taught, in, in my opinion. So maybe it's just me and maybe that's just his personality. That that does exist. Uh, sometimes the mind ties up the feet, though. Yeah, so maybe maybe, you, you maybe, look, maybe that's it. But there are some times where I don't like him – being as lackadaisical as he is, and that is why he is on the bench to, to start the game and why Urosh has been the first off the bench in the post. So I, I understand it. But I, I think by conference play, you, you've got to make a move to where Brandon Huntley Hatfield's your, your first guy off the bench because Urosh is unplayable in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, five minutes. Unplayable. Five minutes in Villanova. I think that's a good number. Yeah, but he played five minutes because – he played poorly. It wasn't the plan for him to play five minutes. The plan was probably to get him to like 10 to 15 minutes, but he played so poorly that you only could play him for five minutes. Yeah, 13, 13 minutes against North Carolina. Yes, that's too much. He needs to be around five. You're right. I mean, he's all right. He's no. all right. Against North no. Carolina, he had four points, no turnovers. Now, Villanova, he had five minutes and two turnovers. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, he had two, two rebounds. You know, he had a steal. He, Damn, he had 3,013 minutes? He had a putback to where hey man, I'm, he I'm not gonna tolerate too much of this got being. stuffed by the front of the rim. I ain't going to tolerate this too much longer. There's a way you can say this without being so hard on And we've done it the past two seasons. <laughs> now the gloves are off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Matt County Falls is being preaching. I totally agree on those heroes as nothing to whatsoever to our play. Why are you seven foot thirteen and you don't dunk on every putback? And you know why VJ shouldn't have gotten any minutes in the in the second half? <laughs> Not because of him loafing back to the ball <laughs> in, in the in the Villanova game, but he shouldn't play because. He allowed Urosh to even try the one-handed tip-back pass to him. Don't even give the ball to Urosh on the break. Take it to the freaking rim. Yeah, I was surprised he even gave it to him. You're not supposed to give a ball like that in open court to a seven-footer because, you know, seven-footers in open court kind of like baby giraffes. But, hey, that one-hand touch pass and and (laughs) hold on, somebody in the text box said that was the best thing that he he did all, all career. It was great. It was great. It was great. Listen, Uros is a great teammate, but y- y- you ain't wrong, Ben. I'm, I'm over the great teammate stuff. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. He got. He got. He got to. He got to play better. He too, he too tall for that, man. He too. He too tall for. Too tall for that. 
Rodney says, thank you, Ben. It's about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are off. Oh, when it comes to the rush. Oh, boy. Boy, y'all something else. I like uh, what Tramiel was saying over the weekend. He, he tweeted at me and said, and he just put it on the text box, that boy was playing jail ball. And I'm, I'm pretty pretty what? sure he's talking about. Zakai. And I think he responded to me on Twitter and, and referenced Santi in, in that regard as well. Santi, Santi's got a little. Uh, How would know that? Hmm? How would Tramiel know that he was playing jail ball? Because I don't know what jail ball is. This is true. I have never seen jail ball before. Was that like in a movie? Was that like on the longest yard or something? You talking about that scene on, on that movie? Tramiel, are you talking about from experience? Because I, I don't know what jail ball looks like. Oh. Did you see like a documentary or something? Tramiel, like what, what does jail ball look like? Huh? You tell me, Tramiel. Do I need, do I need, to, do I need to Google you, Tramiel? I need to f- dig into your past, make sure you ain't got no skeletons in the closet. I need to be afraid of my safety when I'm around you, Tramiel. I, th- I think you need to warn the Vol Network crew about <laughs> your Big Orange Countdown when show. Tr- when Tramiel walk up, we might need security to, 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 to secure the premises with Tramiel. I mean, talking about some real-life experiences, talking about jail ball. Like, how do you know that, Tramiel? I need to know that. I need to know why you know so much about jail ball. Oh, man. Y'all funny. Y'all funny. I think I think Brandon Huntley Hatfield once he gets <clears throat> and again he's a, he's a freshman. Not every freshman is built the same. Some guys develop quicker than others. And I think I think a lot of it for Hatfield is just playing faster. Like I don't think he's I don't think efforts like he just don't he's not playing hard. He just you know he's just lazy. I just think he just needs to feel more comfortable. I think when he feels more comfortable. Then he'll 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 play faster, and it'll look like he's giving more effort. I just think he's Maybe playing so. slow. I just think he's trying to think too much. And he's so. playing so slow when he's tied up his feet. But Vossler well, makes a good point. You did do the scared straight program, so you should know what jail ball is. Oh, you're right. I was I was about that life, but that was then. <laughs> that was then, Vossler. I turned a new leaf. Uh, Hewitt, and I've sa- never been arrested. Hewitt says, "I love the Swan and McGee show." Whatever. We will Let me say you. this. I've Cute. never I've never been No, I haven't been arrested. I haven't been booked. Like I haven't been taken in before. <laughs> but I've had handcuffs on. <clears throat> it was a misunderstanding. Were were you away from your home or in your home when you had handcuffs on? I was away from my home. Okay, so was it yeah, I, t- I told y'all story on, on the show before. What happened? Well, I didn't know if you were talking about what what you're into in your own time. No, no, it, it happened in high school. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. Got to be around the right folks, man. Got to be around the right folks. 865 Oh, my goodness. It's hour three already? Mm-hmm. Wow. Swain event. Be right back. <laughs> 